0: Hi, peeps. Help Me Be Me is underfunded and needs your help. If you enjoy listening to this or it helps you at all, please visit helpmebeme.com and click donate. Or visit me on Patreon. Thanks. Hi, friends. It's Sarah May. And it's Friday, so I have a gratitude, joy, Joy state power up. So, this is kind of like a tuning practice. And I'm going to, I'm just going to blow your mind a little bit because I figure, why not? Let's get this weekend started off right. So, let's start with a gratitude together right now. Okay. So, just think of something in your life that really made you happy. If you're able to do it right now, I recommend closing your eyes and putting one hand over your heart and just really. Resonate with this memory. Think of a moment, a person, maybe you were recognized for something or just something that made you like thrilled. Be anything. Bring that to the forefront of your mind and savor it. Breathe in slowly and deeply and just bask in this feeling. Where are you in this moment? Who are you with? Really see this environment, like look around you. Think of how your, act- your body feels in this moment in time. How awesome it is. What is the quality of this moment in your life? Keep staying here in your mind. Right now, we are syncing up the patterns in our brain waves and our heart waves. So the EKG is your heart's pattern of electricity, and the EEG is the—it's me- like the you know measurement machine readout thing that shows your bro- your brain's electricity. So when we get into this state, we are the most rational. We are really in touch with reality. This is how you can see things for what they really are. And this state always exists for you. You just have to remember to tune yourself to get there. It's from that state that you can actually act as your true self. A lot of us get kind of distracted or stuck in thought patterns that create physical states that compromise our ability to get to reality. Because when you're in that good positive place, things are a lot easier have like all your wits about you. The world seems doable. Everything in your life gets just, you get better at it. So I'm going to go through some, some facts that I find just inspiring. And the whole point of this is to really just experience a sense of wonder and hope and excitement and realize how very little you know about Life and the universe and the world and how little we humans know. So when they finally translated the uh, entire human gene code, they this is like recently, they found that there was no real map to how we are created. In fact, we have fewer genes than rice. Like most plants have more DNA than humans. So there's nothing really described about how we come about, you know, how our babies grow and how our eye color knows how to form itself. Like the gene for tallness only accounts for 5% of people who are tall. So there's this great mystery within life and science doesn't know a whole lot. We haven't solved anything about just how we exist. And in my opinion, that's awesome. There's a lot of wonder and uh, magic still available to us in our our everyday lives. It's like I think because science and medicine became religion in like the last hundred years, it's like spirituality became like just a fairy tale fable in the dominant discourse. And there's actually so much that holds power in the th- the practices of spirituality, whatever that is. I don't mean like Christianity, I don't mean Buddhism, I just mean uh, I guess an awareness of something outside of you that's bigger than you, that's deeper than you, that doesn't really make sense to you, but that like changes things and moves things and affects things for you. So I want to talk to you about the collective unconscious. So that by that, I mean the zeitgeist, this shared kind of psychic ability of all humanity and all animals and humans. So the things like, you know, animals can sense when an earthquake's coming uh, humans, humans are all connected on this other level. So there's a lot of actual research about the collective unconscious. And here's an example. So they, they've done experiments where they will teach lab rats a new and very challenging trick. And then all the other lab rats in the world get better at that trick just via the collective unconscious. There was a study that, there's lots of studies that have shown this, but this one that I'm referring to was done at Cambridge. And then the separate rats that got better because the first rat rats learned were, I think, at Harvard. So separate countries, separate rats, multiple tests. One was with squirrels. If you want to read more about that, uh, just Google Collective Unconscious and Rupert Sheldrake. So what that shows to me, is there is a collective unconscious, and that means we all further the world with our energy and our thoughts and how we choose to grow ourselves. Like we share a collective energy, and that energy is really powerful. So for those who don't know, I didn't know until I read about it, you have a lot of electricity that's generated by your body naturally. That's how our bodies move around. So the EKG measures the waves in your heart, and the EEG measures the waves in your brain. But there's electricity everywhere. To quote Julia Layton of How Stuff Works, when we talk about the nervous system sending signals to the brain, or synapses that are firing, or the brain telling our hands to contract around a door handle, what we're talking about is electricity that's carrying messages between point A and point B. So our actual electricity is very powerful. And that's also in our thoughts and where we put our focus. If you want to do a really fun experiment, I got this one from Pam Grout. Um, and it's pretty amazing. Get some bean seeds, like at a gardening store, regular green bean seeds. Take a egg carton, cut it in half, fill the whole egg carton with dirt, and then uh, plant bean seeds. And then on, let's say, the left side of the egg carton, Tell that side of the beans to die and to perish and mentally tell them negative things. And then on the other side, tell them to thrive and inspire them and tell them positive things. And treat them exactly the same. Just talk to them every single day. Have the negative side and the positive side and see what happens. Just saying, it's fucking awesome. I did it with my husband and sure enough, the happy side grows. So that is just one example of many experiments uh, with your actual charge, like your energy, what it does, how it can affect others. And that to me is like one of those cool I don't have to know how it works. It's, it's just awesome. There are other amazing studies that I want to tell you about. Take with them, take from them what you will. So health is definitely influenced by social, spiritual, emotional factors, but you are more likely to. Survive a heart attack uh, after a heart attack if you're married or if you have a pet. And that's because we need people, we need love, we need community. And your emotional state very much creates your physical state. There are numerous studies that show people who regularly pray or meditate or attend religious services live longer. And that's all types of spirituality, it's not just Christians. So the effects of prayer on just, there's this is one study of people over 65 years old, 65% longer, people who prayed lived 65% longer than those who didn't. That's like a huge statistic. Uh, This is another study of people who are dying of terminal diseases. So people who were given the choice to have palliative care or extend their lifeline or their their just longevity as long as possible most people actually chose palliative like they just wanted to be comfortable and enjoy their lives a lot of places they don't give you that choice but the people were able to choose chose palliative care and in another study of the people who did choose palliative care meaning comfort and they focused on acceptance and feeling good and processing just embracing your life and what is happening, those people actually, on average, lived longer than the people who were given aggressive uh, cancer treatments. Food for thought. This is another mind blow (laughs) about energy and just how we're all connected. So if you want to learn more about this, you can um, check out Princeton's Global Consciousness. Um, I think that's what it's called. This is at Princeton University. So after 9-11, this is one of many pieces of data. After 9-11, computers stopped generating random numbers because the energy of humanity was so down. Like, it actually affected the way that these random number generators uh, functioned. And the same goes for when Princess Diana died. Like, a lot of major disasters, human energy affects Uh, these, they call them REGs. You can also Google National Geographic Global Consciousness. Same goes for positives, though. They can see spikes in the way these computers are affected when there's like a sports game that everybody is watching at once. So my point is, your energy and where you place it has power. And with that, so does your hope. I believe your physical state is is very much created by your your emotional state and your perspective. And that also reinforces and recreates how you see everything, what you choose to focus on, what you pull out of the world in front of you. So if you are ever struggling or you're feeling fucked over by life, just remember, get back to the gratitude state. Just tune your energy Use it like a reset button, like you're holding down the power restart button, but on your soul. Let go of the attachment to the pain and the, the negativity, because that's optional. Like you can actually choose to just unclench and like redirect again and again back to this kind of cleaner, more uplifted joy state. The pain is just like a, bag, a bad habit, it's like a chemical loop and it perpetuates more of itself. So physically condition yourself to see reality for what it is, from the clarity that comes with a smile. Remember that happy equals rational. When you are happy, you are yourself. And when you are not, your actual immune system is compromised, and you're less able to be rational. The more I learn, the more I learn I don't know anything. And that's a great thing. The world is infinitely unknown to us. So practice openness and wonder and, above all, prayer. I mean that in the broadest sense. Just stating what you want and putting it out into the world in some form. In my opinion, that's just creating energy, targeted energy, like conscious, targeted thought. And the more external it is, the more it kind of exists, the more concrete it becomes. So just condition your mind to align with your heart, just like we did at the beginning of this power-up. Because you have so much more power within you that you don't really know you can access. And it's there at all times. You just have to remember to do it. But Before I close this one, let's do one more of the gratitudes. But let's make this one something you are grateful for that was a negative. So I'll go first. I'm grateful for how annoyed I was at the girl at work because it made me consciously choose to act tolerant and appreciate where they were coming from, like that they were trying, which actually, in turn, grew my compassion muscles beyond where they were. It actually forced me to grow, which is a great gift. I like got stronger. So now it's your turn. I'll give you a minute to take... A negative, a most recent negative, and just frame it in the positive. What did it give you? What did it gift you? I'll wait. Okay, ready? I hope that was long enough. But let's do that every day. I'm doing it every day until next month. That's part of my 30-day challenge. And it makes your mind just stay there a lot easier just by default. So whatever you're going through, I know a lot of this is harder if you're like in, in grief or you've been through trauma recently. So I'll say this to you with that uh, knowledge that that's, that's a, very, a very hard place to be in, but just keep at it. Keep moving in the right direction. Remember that you are never alone in your suffering and you don't have to stay there. Change is always happening on a conscious and unconscious level, and we're always in motion whether or not we can see we're moving. We are creating the life we live and the world we perceive together right now, moment to moment. And no matter how you feel, you're never alone and you're never stagnating. There are so many others with you all the time here to embrace you and bring forth All that is good about you, and you just have to be open to seeing that. Just remember to come back to the joy state, a.k.a. reality. If you forget it, just take these very practical steps to remember. Just keep practicing the conditioning until it sticks. So I know I threw out a bunch of books and studies, so I will post the links to this stuff in the blog version, just in case you didn't catch all the stuff I said. And as a last, last little energy-tuning exercise on this awesome Friday, I want to invite you or challenge you to send a nice message of love to someone you care about in your mind. Let's do it right now. Picture somebody you care about that's been important to you and send them a feeling of love. Smile at them. Picture them viscerally and tell them in your mind's eye, I love you. Well, I love you guys, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Smile.